Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today, we are talking about attachment styles. And what is an attachment style? It's our way of interacting with and attaching ourselves to the people who are most important to us. These styles can influence our mindsets and behaviors in our closest relationships. Knowing and understanding your predominant attachment style will benefit you in many ways. Where do these attachment styles come from? They come from childhood. I know many people who don't want to go to therapy because they don't want to blame their parents or they don't want to blame other people for their problems. Well, going to therapy and understanding your attachment style and understanding your caregivers and parents is not about blame. It's not about judgment. It's about seeing clearly and objectively the type of lifestyle you were taught as a child. We're looking at the skills that your caregivers or parents had to raise you, to guide you, to nurture you. Some parents had a lot of skills, and some parents didn't have very many skills. Some parents were very evolved and had emotional maturity, and some parents did not. They were dysfunctional and were very emotionally immature or emotionally unavailable. There's no judgment. They did the best they could with the tools they had. But in order for us to heal, we need to see them clearly. We need to see the influence our caregivers had on us as humans and as children and as developing spirits in the world. And when we can see them clearly and we understand the impact that their influence had on us, and their nurturing or lack of nurturing had on us, we can begin to heal ourselves and have healthier patterns in our lives so we don't repeat the patterns with our children. So it's important to look and understand with no judgment, no blame, just doing the best you can, remembering that your parents did the best they could, but being very clear and getting knowledge and wisdom about how you were nurtured as a child. And that's how these attachment styles developed. So what are the four attachment styles? Secure, ambivalent, avoidant, and disorganized. And I'm going to break down what each one of them means, how it developed as a child, and what it looks like in an adult today. So let's start with secure attachments. A secure attachment means that your caretaker or parent was responsive to the child's connection-seeking behavior. The parent was available, they were attentive, they really fulfilled the child's needs. And as a result, the child felt safe to explore and knew that the caretaker would always be a safe place to return to. As an adult, the secure adult looks like a low anxiety, low avoidant person. They interact with people very healthy and in a positive way, and they also form stable relationships. So let's talk about the ambivalent child. 
the parent of an ambivalent child was preoccupied. They were anxious and ambivalent themselves. They were resistant. They provided inconsistent care to their children. They were sometimes available and sometimes not available. And that doesn't have to be in a physical sense. A parent can be in the home all the time, but emotionally inconsistent, emotionally unavailable. And as a result, a child ends up anxious, unsure about their caretaker's availability, and they become avoidant to people approaching them and they don't approach others for help. As a result, this person has high anxiety and low avoidance. They want closeness to others, but they don't want someone to be clingy. They don't want someone to grip onto them. They see themselves as unlovable. These people are very anxious as adults. Then there is the avoidant style, attachment style. The caretaker of an avoidant child is emotionally rigid and gets angry at the child. It rejects the child's connection-seeking behaviors. This person is cold and mean and doesn't know how to nurture a child. And as a result, the child sees others as cold and rejecting. They avoid others to protect themselves. They see the world as unloving and uncaring. And when these children become adults, they have a high avoidance of people. They do not feel safe getting close to others. And they dismiss the importance of relationships and close relationships. They don't believe they need them and they don't want them. They don't feel safe in them. And the final attachment style is a disorganized attachment style, which is also known as disoriented. And the parent or caregiver of a disorganized attachment style child is a source of threat. They are unpredictable and frightening. They're typically abusive parents and caregivers. And as a result, the child receives disoriented behavior. They suffer a great deal of childhood trauma. They don't feel safe in this world. They're very fearful in the world. They tend to avoid relationships that hurt them, but they also might be drawn to people who hurt them because it's repeating behavior and repeating patterns. It's familiar. So their unresolved trauma may cause trauma bonding with people who are similar to their parents. These people have high anxiety and are very avoidant. So what do we do with these attachment styles? Well, we figure out how we can change our behavior and learn what kind of attachment style we are and start to adapt our new lives and our new path to healing these attachment styles if they're unhealthy to us and create healthy, secure attachments. It's never too late to create a secure attachment style. You just have to have to do the work. And that starts with awareness of what your attachment style is and getting the help and coaching you need to heal it. So let's start with anxious attachment styles. And here's the traits. Clings to relationships, anxious during separation, fearful of abandonment, overwhelmed by emotions, mixes thoughts and feelings. They are very hesitant of people. And their barriers are afraid to speak up for the fear of creating distance or rejection, the fear of overwhelming others, 
the inability to identify and tune into their emotions, and they make excuses for people's patterns of boundary crossing. They let people cross boundaries and they make excuses for those people instead of seeing that these people are not healthy or they're very dysfunctional. And so what is the goal of an anxious person with this attachment style? Their goal is self-awareness to their attachment, acknowledge value of close relationships and interdependence, learning to connect to your emotions, identify your feelings and your thoughts and your needs and your wants and knowing that they are valuable and developing healthy communication skills, finding your voice, speaking up for yourself. It's an important that it's important that an anxious person finds their worth, know that they are worthy of being heard, they are worthy of setting healthy boundaries, that healthy relationships respect healthy boundaries, and that people can be safe and you can speak up, and relationships would withstand your voice. And avoidant attachment style traits, they end relationships too soon, they get uncomfortable being emotionally close, they interact at a surface level only, they're very shallow, they can't go any deeper than a shallow level relationship, and they're very unaware of their thoughts and feelings, they're not connected to their emotions. These people are very guarded and the barriers that these people have who are avoidant, they're detached from their own emotions, especially during conflict and stress. They will shut down. These are the people who stonewall you and don't speak. They'll give you the silent treatment. They avoid conflict at all costs. They fear discussing emotions. They don't want to talk about their emotions. They are afraid of getting too close to anyone. And this isn't a conscious thing. This is an unconscious thing that's been developed since early childhood. Getting close to somebody means getting hurt or getting ignored. So these people do not get close to anyone. They confuse fair standing up for oneself as rudeness. So if someone stands up for themselves, they see that as someone being rude. They confuse the person's search for intimacy as crossing boundaries. So someone who wants to be close and spend time with this avoidant person, the avoidant person thinks that this person's intruding on them and they're crossing boundaries that they don't want crossed because they don't want anyone close to them. And they let things go even if it bothers them. They don't want to deal with anything. They don't want conflict resolution. They don't want conflict at all. They avoid all conflict. So the work for a person who is avoidant is again, attachment, self-awareness, knowing what kind of attachment they have, learning how to identify their needs, their thoughts, and their wants, and developing emotional management strategies and communication skills. An avoidant person has learned to shut down their emotions. They've learned to avoid any deep, close intimacy. So it's important that they learn how to do this. 
This is very challenging for an avoidant person because they avoid this at all costs. So it's important that they do the work. And if you're involved with somebody who is avoidant, you cannot love them into changing. They have to see their own problem with their ways, that their relationships is not deepening, that they're not deepening as humans. They have to choose to come out of their avoidance. It's a hard road for somebody who's in relationship with an avoidant person. And people in a secure attachment style can form relationships and they're very comfortable alone. They can manage their emotions and they can separate their thoughts and feelings. They know that how they're feeling is how they're feeling right now and it's not forever. They have a very healthy outlook on life and relationships and how to communicate. They're very confident. Their barriers are they might have difficulty identifying their emotions and communicating their emotions. And they may lack confidence to be assertive or speak directly. And this is common for most people. Most people have a fear of speaking up for themselves. Most people have a fear of speaking publicly. Most people avoid conflict and don't want to deal with difficult conversations. That's a common trait, even if you're secure and confident, sometimes these are scary situations. So it's a matter of just stepping forward into that confidence, being brave. And the goals of a secure person is to know their emotions and be able to speak on them and develop an emotional vocabulary and continue to work on their assertive skills, become more assertive, become more confident in who they are. So just to go a little further, children who have secure attachments might become upset when their caregiver leaves, but they respond positively when the caregiver returns. Adults with secure attachments show healthy and balanced behavior in relationships. They seek emotional support from their partners and provide it in return. These adults are comfortable being on their own. And a parent with a secure attachment are capable of regulating their own emotions. They create a compassionate environment for their children. They view their children as separate person, but they also empathize with his or her experiences. Children with avoidant attachment style, disregard affection from their caregivers. They tend to show aggression when they are among other children. Adults with avoidant attachment tend to lack empathy and consideration about the needs and well-being of others. They think highly of themselves and have a negative view of others. These factors might make avoidant people prone to behavior that harms emotionally or disturbs others in relationships. They might become manipulative, unfaithful, um, emotionally abusive. Parents with an avoidance style tend to disregard their children's attachment needs. These parents can be strict and controlling towards the children. They do not tolerate strong display of emotions and expect their children to be independent and tough. Children with an anxious attachment style tend to be very sensitive and responsive to others' needs at the expense of their own needs. They experience distress when their parents leave and are difficult to soothe when the parent returns. 
Adults with an anxious attachment style can cause anxiety disorders and attention deficit disorders in adulthood. Adults tend to be self-critical and seek validation from others. Parents with an anxious style over-involve the child into their own feelings and emotional needs. These parents usually worry about their caregiving performance, which may lead to frustration when they don't meet their own expectations. This can cause conflict with the child. The disorganized attachment style in a child looks like behavior towards their parents is ambivalent and fearful. They distance themselves and get angry and aggressive without any obvious reason, and they freeze in the parent's presence. Such children are faced with a dilemma. Their caregivers, the only source of safety, are also a source of fear. Adults with disorganized attachment style avoid emotional intimacy and are not able to trust others due to fear of getting hurt. Disorganized adults tend to switch between anxiety and avoidance-driven behaviors. They might be clingy and demanding at one moment, yet dismissive and rejecting at another. Parents with a disorganized attachment style might struggle with building emotional, inter- emotionally intimate relationships with their children. They often behave in an ambivalent, inconsistent, unpredictable ways, which may confuse or frighten the children. So the important thing to understand about these attachment styles is awareness, knowing what style you have, knowing what your childhood was like, how your parent or caregiver treated you, how you responded to your caregiver or parent. There's no judgment. There's no blame. It's knowing objectively and with wisdom what attachment style you have how it's affecting your adult life or your parenting life, and making the changes necessary. Awareness is everything. Wisdom is power. Knowledge is power. And this is the beginning of your healing journey, especially if you're in an unhealthy attachment style and you've been clinging to this since childhood. It's time to let it go. It's time to do the work. It's time to become a secure individual so you have healthy relationships with yourself with your friends and partners and with your children thank you for joining me and you are not for everyone podcast i hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways you can share it with friends you can write a review or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it tell everyone you know stay well be healthy and i'll see you next time